0: Hey friends, it's Janae. Before we get started, will you hit that subscribe button? I would love for you to not miss a single episode of A Drop of Encouragement and, you know, share it with a friend. All right, enough of me. Let's, you know, get on with me. No, let's get on with the podcast. This is A Drop of Encouragement with Janae mcdonald Wilborn. Hey, this is Janae. Welcome back to the podcast. I am, I'm going to just go ahead and indulge in the fact that my podcast comes out on Thursdays and we're going to have a little emotional social throwback Thursday, if you will. Um, Because today I want to talk about something that I got taught as a child, something that I definitely as a young person thought was a little bit old school, a little bit old fashioned, a little bit not necessary in life, but the More years pass, and the more I look at what's happening in the world around me, the more I'm beginning to think that they got it right. This is one they got right. Yes, not everything from back in the day was right, but this one, I think they knew what they were talking about. So my husband and I um, were visiting some friends um, out of town a few weeks ago, and we got to attend their church, and it was Memorial Day weekend. And we got to hear a message from an amazing man. He is a chaplain. He is a retired brigadier general from the U.S. Air Force, Um, a pastor. And, you know, if you've ever heard someone speak that just immediately you realize, like, this this person's solid. Like, heart for God, loves people, just solid. He was one of them. Now, what you may or may not know about me is that I also love— old men not in a weird creepy way okay I'm not trying to get a sugar daddy so calm down I just really love sweet older men and their wisdom and um that I just always get like a little warm fuzzy when I get to hear them tell me any kind of story or tell from their younger years there is just something great we can learn from older people and um Usually you have to kind of pause and slow down because they don't talk fast. And I think it's just great. It just makes you slow down and listen. But this gentleman was sharp. He was on it. He had it all together. Um, Of course, I had an affinity to listen to him because he was an old man in his Air Force uniform and he just was delightful. But he really shared from his heart and he was speaking. um, Obviously, the weekend after Memorial Day or the weekend of Memorial Day was right after um, the horrible horrifying shooting in Uvalde Texas and so a lot of us were there with heavy hearts and um, a mixture of sadness and anger and frustration and all the things that we're feeling in this current climate with school shootings and he really addressed it and he he said he was going to talk about peacemaking and my husband and I had a great conversation afterwards because we both thought oh gosh here's going to be another message of like Just be chill and love Jesus and be quiet and it's going to be fine. But what I loved, 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 loved about his message was he talked about the fact that peacemaking is not passive. Peacemaking is not um, being quiet or stepping aside. Peacemaking is strong. It's active. It's aggressive even because you have to make peace. You have to take action to bring peace into situations. And I loved that. I loved that it wasn't a message to just sit back and do nothing, but a message to take action, to make peace. And we were having this conversation, my husband and I, as I said, um, you know, after we got home from church, and we began to talk about some of the things we see and how we don't know how to engage as people anymore we really struggle to engage with other people and the the thing that we kind of honed in on in this conversation this was just one aspect of the conversation I don't think this is going to solve all the problems of the world but this is something that I think we can actively do differently so I want to talk about and I want to encourage myself and everyone else to do a better job of connecting with and relating to other people So my message today is an encouragement to speak now I'm not talking about being a speaker, like I am. Um, Please, let's save the gigs for Janae. She's, you know, this is her business. But (laughs) seriously, I'm talking about speaking to others on a day to day basis. When I was a child, my mother would say to me, if I walked into a room, if we walked into a business, if we walked into someone's home, if we went anywhere in a church and a school, I was taught as a very young child that I was supposed to speak to people Did you speak? Did you speak to her? Did you speak? Now, if you don't know this language, I don't know, is this like a black thing to say that that way? Girl, you better speak. Um, Maybe it is. Let me explain. This is simply about greeting. This is about saying hello to someone when you walk into a room. How are you today? Making eye contact, engaging and acknowledging other people so that you as a human say, hey, I see you human over there and we're both here in this space and I'm going to show you just the minimal amount of courtesy and respect by saying hello that's all speaking was in fact speaking was such a big deal in our family and I think in our culture that um there were sort of sayings like if you walked into a room and an older person and you didn't speak to them, they would say, did we sleep together last night? Which as a child, I would always be so perplexed because I thought that was such a weird thing to say. And like, are uh, like, no. i like, okay, then you need to speak to me. Um, and I, it, it seemed really ridiculous. But I look back and I'm like, I get why they were saying that. The point was you walked into a room and you didn't acknowledge me. And we haven't been together. We weren't. We, we didn't just come from the same place. So we should acknowledge each other. We are not really good. I mean, let me say that differently. We're really bad at speaking to others. We all walk around for the most part with our heads down, our heads in our phones, our heads focused on what we want to do. If anything, we avoid speaking to people. Now, I'm saying we because I am definitely including myself in this. Now, I'm trying to get better and I try to do better and I definitely was raised better, but I too have gotten caught up in this. I'm on a schedule. I'm on a mission. I've got something I've got to do. I do not have time to stop. I don't want to talk to every single little person. I don't want to get caught in some crazy conversation. Please don't talk to me next to me on the plane. Please cashier just ring up my stuff like I've been there. But I also know when I stop and take the time to speak to people, sometimes just that simple act of hello, how are you can change their a moment for them. And it can actually change the day for some people. One of the things that I started getting in the habit of doing in recent years was if I go into a store and I'm in any way engaging with the cashier. Now, y'all, I'm the self-checkout queen. I love a self-checkout. I like the efficiency. I like that I can get in and out. And if I'm really being honest, I like that I don't have to talk to anybody. But again, missing the point. But if I am going to engage with a cashier or a customer service person, when I walk up to them and they say, how can I help you? I try my best to remember to say, hi i look at their name tag hi joanne how are you today you having a good day sometimes i forget sometimes i say oh yes i just want to return this and when i do i catch myself and as they start to like go to the bag i'll just say are you having a great how's your day going how's it been for you today what's how's it been looks busy in here how you guys doing now i know sometimes you don't like real small talk or people don't want to just have fake talk but you guys it doesn't have to actually be fake it can be genuine genuinely ask them how their day is going. And if they say, I, I can't tell you how many times I've done that, and they've said, oh, it's been rough today. And that gives me an opportunity to say, oh, my gosh, what's going on? And they am like, man, people are tripping. They're being so rude. People are so mean. I just had a lady yell at me, and I can just say, oh, I am so sorry. You know, I used to work retail. I remember what that was like. I remember how it felt to have somebody yell at you when you can't control the situation. I can just empathize. I can relate in that moment. I mean, I really did work retail. I really did wait tables. I really have been yelled at by people um, in stores and restaurants and churches. Mm-hmm. They yelled at me when I worked in the church too all the time, you guys. So we'll talk about that on another episode. But in when my point is I can stop I can empathize, I can look them in the eye and connect with them human to human. That little moment of speaking can make them feel acknowledged, can make them feel appreciated, can make them feel connected to the world. And in this world, this world we live in where people are angry, where people are hurting, where people are feeling um, like no one cares about them, where suicide rates are frighteningly high, You never know how you're taking a moment to connect with another human might make a difference, might help make peace. A lot of the friction in our world is because we don't talk to each other. We don't know how to talk to each other. We don't know how to connect with other humans. And we don't remember that they're people. Yeah, there are people in the world, people in my sphere, people at my church even, that I've seen them post things that were incredibly hurtful and hateful and harmful, and I then have to see them in person, and I remind myself, I force myself when I don't want to, to engage and have a conversation, to speak. Hi, how are you today? How's it going? What's going on with you? And you guys, I don't want to. Okay, can I just be real? When it's someone that I've seen post something that was really painful for me, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to acknowledge them. I don't really want to be in the same room with them. But if they go to my church or if they, their kids go to my school, and that's an opportunity for me to connect and say, let me see you. Let me see you as a person. Let me remember that you're human. Let me make eye contact. Maybe something in our relationship over time can help us make peace on this issue where we disagree. Just this small step of connecting. I'm not rolling up on them and confronting them about their post. I'm not walking up to them to say, I saw your Facebook and you're nasty. No, it's not that kind of situation. This is not a reality TV show. I am a housewife, but I'm not a real housewife. I'm just trying to connect with someone in a really human level and just remind myself, that's an image bearer. That's a person that God created. That's a person God loves. And even though I'm finding it hard to love them based on what I saw on their social media, if I just speak and they speak, maybe the next time we'll speak again, maybe down the road we'll have a real conversation and we can impact each other and we can learn from each other. But it starts with just speaking. When we were having this conversation, my husband and I, man, I love a good talk with a husband. We'll talk about that on another episode too. But when we were having this conversation he brought up something that I thought, oh my gosh, I've never, this has never crossed my mind. He was like, he just said, it is so stupid. He used the word stupid. Maybe he didn't. Maybe I make that up. I don't want to quote him wrong. But basically what he said was, it's ridiculous that we have to have a moment at church to tell people to say hi to one another. Now, we're not saying that the greeting moment in church is a bad thing. It's a good thing. We get why they do it. And it's wonderful. They're trying to help people connect. But we think it's sad that we've gotten to a place where we need to help people connect at church. Now, some will say, well, my church is a mega church and you're not sitting next to anyone you know. Well, that's true. But when you walked in and you sat down, did you speak then? How often do you walk into church, find a spot in your chair or your pew, depending on how your church is is made, your benches, your whatever they are, and just sit down and only talk to the people you came in with and maybe only talk to a person you know well. But how many times have you sat by someone you don't know, but there you are in the same building there with the same purpose, with the intent of coming together in community to worship God and you don't speak. I mean... Why are we doing that? What's wrong with us? When did we forget how to walk in a room and say hi to people? Ask them how they're doing, how their week has been. Especially in a community that's supposed to be all about unity and community and coming together and supporting one another and doing life together. Oh, I'm not just going to beat up on the church people. Mm -mm, No, I mean, they're my people and I'm their people, so I feel comfortable beating up on my own. But let's just talk about everybody. What about the school where your kids attend? When you walk into the school building, maybe you drop the kids off, maybe your school has some sort of assembly sometimes or some sort of gathering for parents. Do you walk in and talk to people, not just the people you know, but do you say hi to every adult you're passing? Because every adult you're passing is a parent of a child or a teacher or faculty member. Everyone in that space is there with the intent of raising children, educating children, coming together in support of these children. Why don't we speak to each other? And I, I, I'm telling you, I've been just as guilty. I have our school where our kids attend. They only go to school a couple of days a week. It's a collaborative model school. We um, on our campus days, the days when we take our kids to the building and they're going to be dropped off with teachers, we walk in and we have what we call morning assembly. We get to come together and the kids recite their liturgies and they sing their hymns and Um, they say a prayer and then they all go to class together and we cheer them off to class. Now I definitely know other moms and there's moms I speak to, but there's always new moms or moms. I don't know. They have kids in grades that my kids aren't in. We've never connected. And I have been just as guilty of rolling in there after having wrangled my kids out of bed at six in the morning and looked for the missing shoe and forgot my cup of coffee that I made to take with me on the counter. So I'm caffeine deficient and probably dehydrated because I forgot to drink water before the coffee anyway and got stuck in traffic on the way to school and drive up and, you know, the backpack fell out of the back of the SUV when we lifted up the lift gate and just all the things. Tied a shoe on the way and I get into that Um, that room, that auditorium where we meet for morning assembly. And I kind of just want to plop in the chair and like, just stare at the wall for a minute before I have to sing a hymn and try to praise God in the presence of other children and people. I've been, I I get it. We don't always want to talk. We don't always want to get in a deep conversation, but I can tell you over the last year, I, this last school year, I began to look at that morning time with other moms. And I said, this is ministry. Not official, no one's giving me a badge or paying me a check, but this is ministry. The opportunity to come together with these other moms and maybe have a moment where we talk and I just ask someone how they're doing and I can connect with other moms. And this is this is ministry the way God intended. This is the opportunity to just love on each other, to support one another as people, to show what loving community looks like, to just chat, meaningful conversation or light humor whatever it ends up being. But I'm going to talk to people. I'm not going to rush in and rush out unless I actually have an appointment. I'm not going to be already three rows down on my to-do list and trying to hurry, scurry out the door and not speak. I'm going to talk to people. So I've made it a point of talking to people when I get there, or if I slide in after it started, which happens a couple of times, I made a point of pausing and talking to people before I walked out the door. And I was talking sometimes to people I already knew, and I definitely made some new connections this school year. But what I found was every single time I walked away feeling better. I never walked away feeling like, well, I wish I hadn't talked to any people. That was horrible. I just didn't. There was connection made. Sometimes we got into deep conversation about motherhood or marriage. Sometimes it was super light. Um you know, about our favorite coffee shop. It didn't always have to be earth shattering and changing. But what I know is as I continue to engage with people and make myself speak to someone, I'm connecting with another human yet again. I'm building a relationship. I'm building our community and they're doing the same. So that's my encouragement. Whether it's at school, maybe it's at church, maybe you don't go to church, maybe you don't have kids at school, maybe you go to the gym. Now you gotta watch out at the gym. I'm kidding. But even at the gym, if you go, like maybe you work out, do you do a workout class? Do you see the same people in there all the time, but you don't actually know them? Have you ever just chatted with someone? You know, on that walk to get your water bottle? Man, this workout's killing my quads. Something. Just speak acknowledge people, make it your effort. The next time you go and target that you're going to look at that person's name badge and you're going to call their name and you're going to speak to them. Maybe it's going to be, uh, when you go get your car fixed, um, or your car washed, or maybe it's going to be when you go drop off. I don't know, whatever it's going to be. Speak when the Uber eats guy brings your food. Don't just grab the food. Say, Hey, thank you so much, Dan. You have his name. They put the name in the app. Thank you so much for bringing our food. You having a great day? Man, be safe out there while you're driving. Make him feel acknowledged. Let him know that you see him or her as a person. And you know what's going to be great every time you do this, especially for those of you that are parents? You're going to model this behavior for your children. They're going to see you speak to people, and they're going to learn that this is how we connect as humans. You're giving them social skills, but you're also giving them skills on how to love others. You can teach them safety and still teach them how to be kind and polite. I think we all grew up in this stranger danger generation, and we turned every stranger into, like, the enemy. And basically, we turned every person we walk alongside an enemy, and now we barely talk to our neighbors. I think we can protect our children and teach them safety, but also teach them how to acknowledge humans. Start with those clerks in the store that they can say, hi, how are you? When they go up to the counter with you and engage. They're right there with you. They're safe. But you're modeling for them. You're teaching them how to love others just by speaking. Because like my grandma would say, we did not sleep in the same bed last night. I'm certain of it. I slept with my husband. I was there. But we can speak to people when we see them throughout the day in the morning. And as we speak, we are taking that little bit of action, just one more step towards making peace. We're hopefully shifting and moving this world into one more of connection than one of disconnection. And maybe someone will walk away from you and think, wow, it was really nice that she spoke to me. That was kind of weird, but I liked it. Maybe I'll do it too. That's all I have for you today. I hope you're having a fantastic summer. I know it hasn't officially started, but since my kids are on break, it's summer over here. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. And remember, if you've been encouraged, go out and put a little drop of encouragement in someone else's life today. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Drop of Encouragement with me, Janae McDonald-Wilmore. If you enjoyed it, I would so appreciate you sharing it with a friend, leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening to, and of course, dropping some encouragement in the life of those you encounter.